Good evening, everyone. We have here with me Mavo Nimurunji, and uh, today's hello, hello. <laughs> and today's topic uh, is gonna be about uh, God, human nature, and the value of uh, religion in society, and a bit of other details related to said topic. So we can have you do a brief introduction about what you think about everything concerning religion and then we can move forward with the questions and yeah ah okay oh that's a really broad way to have me start but i guess i'll just give a brief you know what i believe and what i go by so i'm uh Christian, I grew up in an Anglican home. My father is actually um, a reverend. Not that that, you know, affects my choice in any way. I just thought that background was important. Okay. Um, I have had my fair share of um, exploration to like, you know, and I've been learning, like it's important for me to understand um what other people believe or don't believe and why um so yeah but but i profess um that jesus is lord and that infiltrates everything about my life or at least i hope that it does um yeah so that's just basically it so god the father god the son god the holy spirit god being three in one is a very um big 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 thing in my standpoint and belief uh yeah that god is good to you and everybody else even the non-believers yeah that god is good and gracious to all people um and i know i know this would bring up you know arguments like okay well how do you explain the bad things happening and you know and and i would i would um you know reply with my relationship with this God that I believe in whispers things like mystery. It demands me to understand mystery and to understand sovereignty and to understand that I can't figure him out. I can't explain him even to myself. Like the times I wrestle with God and I think, Lord, how do I explain this? How do I make sense of this? But like that is what makes him God. The fact that he he, his ways and his thinking is above mine, and so that makes me human and makes him God. So it, yeah. is, it is okay to be confused, in other words, when it comes to religion? Yeah, oh, definitely. And I think the church should um, be more merciful and gracious to people trying to figure things out. I'd admit and say we haven't done the best. And by church, I mean people the people of god the people who profess christ and christianity and understood uh, you know whatever denomination they subscribe to yes and um, for the essence of this conversation to have um, uh-huh. relevance and uh, for it to go on um, chronologically and uh, in an orderly manner we'll skip the big question and assume that um, god exists and that he created all things under the sun and the universe as well and put man in his likeness. Right. And uh, 
taking that into account, I would like to pose to you the first question. And uh, seeing as you're a Christian, most of the questions that I'll ask will be directed into that into that doctrine because you may not be able to speak for the Muslims and the other religions right. out there. And uh, where we can generalize, yeah. we will generalize, but what is uh, according to you may not be what is according to them. And so right. we will try to be maybe less specific about certain things so that we can get a general outlook and maybe one day I'll be lucky enough to have someone from another religion uh, on here with us. So the first question would be about um, how over the years a religion has been uh, politicized and weaponized to suit the agenda of the people who are using uh, religion as a gateway to gain their interests from a, politi a particular group of people at that particular time. And we can always give uh, more examples maybe to elaborate on what exactly I'm asking. For example, we can talk about how the uh, white immigrants and uh, invaders from, uh, from the 1800s sent the missionaries to Africa first. And then later on came with the military occupational forces after using the missionaries to gain a, a means of entry into the country. We can also talk about how the Europeans picked up a fading Jewish religion and uh, took it on to spread it throughout their empire in a bid to maintain relevance as around that time their influence was fading if my history serves me right and they polished this religion and uh, washed it up and uh, made it roman and till date we have uh, we uh, sometimes the catholics are called roman catholics when i think okay according to me there should probably be uh Canaanites or something because that was like the original place that the religion came from and uh, we have the Vatican in Rome we also have how the slave owners in um uh, in uh, the conceptual west that is uh, western europe and um, the american people of that side uh, how they used to preach about how the black people were inferior to the whites and they are part of the creation that uh, the Lord told them to be superior over, like how man justifies the way he treats uh, animals and uh, that other kind of stuff that are not human in the bit that he is in God's likeliness and superior to these creatures. So they do not have the same rights that he affords himself as man or as a human being to be gender neutral. What do you think about all that and how can you put it in a sense that maybe can be understood by the layman who's not a Christian and maybe if any subtext in there has been misconstrued? Okay. First of all, big ups on your history. Hello. Guys, <laughs> everyone is very informed. I like try. What? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but secondly, I think I want to say I do not disagree. I think that um, religion has definitely had its fair share of politicizing and what's the other great word you use? I didn't use any big great words, but I said weaponized. Like using it as a weapon, yes. Um, um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't disagree. I, you know, even from history class, no, not history, SST, we saw, like, they legit taught missionaries paved the way to colonialism, you know? Yes. Um, so I think, I think that, that, that's on us, that, not us, but that's on them. Not us, like me, but like us, them, like, you know, the yes. people. I understand. Were to preach good news and bring the gospel and then had other agendas. And it's funny because that's a word I've been thinking about a lot lately, agenda. Yes. Um, and how people can have hidden motives and wrong intentions. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to get into the details of their motives and intentions because obviously I don't know. Yes. All I am is a young 20-year-old. Oh, women don't say that. A young 20-year-old. Christian, yeah. Um, but I w- would say, and it's timely, this you know interaction is, because I have been thinking about that since June said when someone, I saw a tweet, you know how Twitter rules the world these days. I saw a tweet. <laughs> I wouldn't say so, but okay. Saying, yes. What? I wouldn't say so. What? I wouldn't say so about Twitter, but okay. Yes. You wouldn't? Yes, I wouldn't. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think Twitter really is such a platform. Anyways, <laughs> let's not get into it. Yes. I'm sure there's some tweet saying, yeah, let's go. Anyway, so, um, shoot, I always do this and I forget my train of thought. You are talking okay. about um, agendas. Yeah, the tweet. Yes. yes, the tweet was saying it's about the time where we ask why the missionaries, right, did yes. not get killed with the martyrs. And I thought that was an excellent question. And it's interesting because usually I hate questions like that. I hate, I would hate people that were like, you know, against my face and wanted to fight and I was very defensive. Yes. But this time I was like, you know, let me embrace this question That's and see a... how best I can address it. That's and a so, nice question. Um, for those listening, I actually love poetry and write poems. I'm, wa- I'm working on one, hope to release this soon. Just talks about, you know, is Christianity really a white man's religion? Because basically that's what this question in summary is asking. Uh, and and so, yeah, so I've been thinking about it and I think this is such a timely um, conversation. Yes. And I would say, again, that A, I can't justify what the people did. That's not on me. B, it breaks my heart that that's the history of religion. And I think altogether I'm having, I have issues with, you know, ouch, that was me on the table. Anyway, I have issues with, like, why we've put up walls. Because a lot of the things we've come up with are man-made. A lot of the distinctions and the, you know, like scripture is scripture, but there's definitely things that people have come up with and versions of the gospel that people come up with, for example, saying that black people are inferior and saying that that's biblical. You know, that's absurd. That's absurd and breaks my heart. And I would say, and I love, I love this. I saw again another tweet that was responding where the person said, um, okay, let me just give another example, but in line with what the person was saying. Yes. You know how you can have like a fake version of something, like mm. a fake version of 
I don't know. What do you like? Give me an example. Uh, um, uh, you you caught me off guard. Uh, let's say, I don't know, what beer? <laughs> beer? Let's beer. Say, okay. okay let's uh, say, did you say beer? Yeah, I said beer. Yeah. Okay, let's say, let's say, I know Corona beer is in this. Let's say, <laughs> there's, this, there's Corona beer that's authentic, that's so soothing and so, you know? Yes. But, but there's, you know, this faithful company that's really at it making that duplicate. Oh my gosh, you remember when Ugandans were making duplicate vehicles, right? Not really, said, but interesting. I get your point. Like, I get your point. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. so and it's like in the same exact team, the same exact, but it's a duplicate. Yes. And I think that that would be my, my how I would address it. I would yes. say people will always have different versions of the truth. Yes. And different because as a Christian, uh, I think the truth is absolute. Yes, but that's on on that I will agree with you. There is no such thing as his truth and her truth or their truth. There's only one truth, and then there is versions of the story. So instead of saying their truth, it would probably be like their version or how they understood it. But uh, truth mm-hmm. is absolute because there has to be some facts that everybody knows. Right and people based on to develop theories the theories are the ones that can differ but the facts have to be exact and they have to be the same so truth is absolute i would agree on that and uh okay okay let me finish my train of thought yes so so i would say that just because the people that branded themselves as christian did hurtful things does it mean or take any of Christ's saving power away from him? That would be my summary. Because if you look at life now, there's still people that profess this Christ that was brought to them and have experienced him in beautiful ways and trust in him, speaking from experience and for myself. So yeah, hope that that kind of makes sense. I Yes, it actually does because before you even finished, I uh, had got your whole idea is that much as there is some bad tomatoes, actually not some, but many bad tomatoes in a particular sect, you want to say the gospel is the truth and that has always been the way it has. And it's mm-hmm. not, the gospel in itself is not responsible for the way people have used it. Mm-hmm. It's only responsible for what it truly contained originally. And so oh, much God, as... couldn't have said this better. Thank you. And much as uh, people came and uh, used it the way they wanted to use it, it remains what it is, and it's our duty to understand that and look for the truth, right? Hence mm-hmm. why exactly. we pray, those who pray, pray for a spirit of uh, discernment, I guess, to know what is right. truly right from what is fabricated. Right. because... The Christian faith really is, I think, and I think faith in general is about conviction. What are you convicted to? But that, again, that would be a whole other podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, so we can jump on to the next uh, question. Question. And in relation to this, that would actually be about why do we even need, or what is the real relevance of having a strict doctrine, doctrine on how to honor God? Ooh. So, 
Um, By strict, I don't mean like uh, uptight and like the strict parents. I just mean that why should there be a rigid way of doing something? Shouldn't it be a little bit more fluid? Because to me, and I think to most people would say, your relationship with God is exactly that, between you and God, not with the public and not with the pastor. But why is it that, sorry, not pastor, most of them are frauds, not with the the whatever the minister let me just use minister because i'll generalize it priests imam and uh, prophets whatever i like pastors even however like what i want to say is like how people have this kind of judgments that piercing tattoos dreads uh the alcohol drinkers the smokers or the drug users not abusers but users and uh all things alike uh, wrong, uh, already branded uh, wrong people or stuff like that. Amongst other things, not even just about how you appear and code, uh, code of conduct, but even about saying that uh, one religion is correct and that the others are wrong or that kind of thing. Why must it be so? And what is the relevance of that? Wow, that's such a heavy question. And I, I honestly feel like there's like three questions at once. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to forget food memory, but I'm going to try and make this work. So one, yes. the, the issue of differences in religion and how to, you know, coexist without bigotry and all that, that's its own thing, which I will address next. But real quick, let me address your first question. Why can't we have fluidity? And why do we need such strict doctrine? I would say that the problem with fluidity, A, first of all, A, it's not like, and I get it, I know that people have exaggerated and exploded things and there's, there's so much judgment, there's so much branding people as wicked and calling people out, and like, that I know the church has done, right? But yeah, the thing it's is, it's really... not like we've come up with these things, speaking yes. for the Christian religion that, that holds the Bible very supreme, our basis for right living and what pleases God and makes God happy, apart from salvation, so basically, right, as I said, right living is from scripture. Like it says, these things break God's heart. These things don't. So it's basically us calling sin, sin, and inviting people to live lives that, you know, make God happy. But, but having said that, I would also say, do you, so basically what you, you are saying is why don't we, why aren't we lenient? Not lenient, yeah, but uh, fluid. What no, I mean by fluid is... Okay, but the issue with fluidity yeah. is it's basically saying, like, what's the point of morality? No. What's the point? No. No, because it's... Okay, why oh, not? Let me... Let me I hope you remember the rest of the question because I'm going to talk I about do. this. And I'm going to say, like, to me, when we look at religion, basically, when we trace each religion back right as far as we can or as far as it's documented about said religions most of the essence or the core teachings of this religion are exact and almost similar or if not the same and the further down we go with these religions we realize a whole new sect turning into a religion of its own because of a minor or a major disagreement Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we would have maybe 
I don't know which religions are the oldest, but even with the religions from the past, the legends, we all have the story of there's gods and then there's people on the earth who are a creation of the gods and what they have to do on earth is to be good and worthy and um, how, and then after living a good life, there will be some sort of after reward from your, after your death, there'll be some sort of reward. And so we okay. move furthermore into the modern religions. It's basically, it's about being a right person. I do not talk about morals or whatever your moral code is, but like it's about... But what makes someone right? That's my question. Doesn't that tie into morality? Kind of, we would say, but let's assume that the and Ten Commandments are what they are, right? And like, as they are, let's not say that they are, uh, that sin is objective or any other kind of thing. That will be a topic for another day. But assuming that the Ten Commandments are as they are, should be taken like that, yes? Like, absolute? Yeah, what they are. That if you do this, if you don't do it, if you go, if you do anything that is directly written or that can be understood from the Ten Commandments as something in a breach of contract with uh, Christianity, then we'd call that sin, right? Mm -hmm. And so those were the Ten Commandments. And basically, if you look around religion, they're trying to tell you, do not sin, be a nice person, uh, be compassionate, respect other people, uh, love everybody like you love yourself. Hence, um, the idea of being selfless, because if everybody in the world is selfless, then we all benefit. Because as everyone is giving... Can I just say, though, can I just say, though, that yeah. that's exactly why I have an... Yeah, I don't want to say issue because I don't want people to misunderstand. Yes. That's why I'm still working my way through religion, because religion and relationship are two different things. And what I personally am engaged in with God is a relationship. Yes. Where it's more of what is he convicting me to do? Yes. How can I better yes. love him? Yes. Better be loved by him. Yes. And and let me finish. And that and so relationship is less about how many right things can you do? Yes. And more about I love you, God. Let me do right by you because of love. So it changes the whole dynamic of it. Perfect. And so I would say that I do not refuse that religion has whatever the opposite of fluidity is, can be rigid and sometimes that's the thing. It shouldn't be rigid. Just like you have said. Also, I don't want to say religion is bad altogether. Like I like there's beautiful things that religion has done. For example, if it tells people to respect each other and love their neighbor, people do then you know, life is a bit more easier. People are a bit more kinder. But I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, to you and somehow, somewhere to me, it kind of does. But uh, what I was just saying is like, if you feel in your heart that what you're doing uh -huh. is all right with God, right? Uh -huh. Then why should someone tell you else? Uh, like, why should someone tell you otherwise? That's that's basically now, now what religion does. Because, because religion, yes, because like religion, kind of comes in the way of that. You understand? 
like maybe pre, uh, what or what people understand from religion because that's actually what worries me the fact that there's something that was said and then we have these unspoken rules in christianity that cannot technically be derived from anywhere in the bible or have been misconstrued totally like someone totally misunderstood what the scripture at that point was saying and came up with this own idea or rule or it is even what people rules people have set known to be convenient to them like for example why up to now women are not allowed to ascend into higher roles in the church or why everything has been limited to men because i don't think jesus was a misogynist maybe circumstances at that time when they were living in only favored his lifestyle to have majority of men around him but even when he could there's women in his life and actually many many women in his life at various stages of his quest here on earth and they play major roles in his story some even bigger roles than the men and so i don't know where the church and the high priests got the idea that women cannot be allowed to take up roles in the church i think the anglican church or protestant they confuse me i don't really know which is which or if they're the same thing but uh, i have seen women taking some roles in the church like to preach and stuff like that but some of their duties also are limited and um okay. i and uh, if i was to um, like this that several Anglicans are Protestants. Okay. I would say, you see, that's the thing, you ask very, like, full-blown questions, like, <laughs> do, 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 and I'm just like, ooh, should I get a pen? But I would say that, okay, that the whole basis of women in church and stuff, Paul does talk about it in scripture, right? But then it comes down to context, which leads me into a whole other topic of it's important that we understand context and scripture and how, you know, who was writing to who, why, when, what was the climate then? So does that change things now because the climate now has changed? Because, you know, there's a lot of feminism and women empowerment and all those things. Yes. So this is my answer for you, because you're basically... <laughs> Pushing me against the whole thing, like asking me to explain why religions act the way they do. Um, I would say, no, okay. no, 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 relax, I'm teasing. Yes. But I would say that um, religions, okay, so I haven't done as much research as you, but religions, every religion has like doctrine, a set of, you know, doctrines yes. and um, beliefs and, you know, things that they um, profess creeds, things like that, that basically build and build up their entire religion. Yes. And a lot of it roots from the way they interpret scripture, which is why, you know, Martin Luther split from the Catholics because of because of his idea on, on grace and the law and all that. Yes. So I would say that all throughout history, there's always been issues of scripture interpretation, which yes. is why up to now we still have, you know, pastors that are, you know, um, Liars. Simple, simply what put. they want, and everyone is coming up with different things. Yes. And I don't know how else to address that except to say that it happens, and we are flawed human beings. And um, yeah. I well, all I can say now for most religions, 
if not all, is that they have really been corrupted by politics. And so the messages that come out of these entities these days are not entirely 100% what should be consumed by a true believer or a believer. But that's what it's important. And it creates a problem. If you are like not a believer, one of the two remaining, and that is the about how the teachings of this religion have been misconstrued, and what kind of advice you think you would give to the your fellow Christians out there, and maybe in the other different religions. Um, you know, know your word, so that when people come wavering you with different, you know ideologies you are firm. So my encouragement, because you asked for my encouragement to Christians, that's who I can encourage and give a shout out to. But to anyone listening in really, would be like, you read your Bible for yourself. What does the Bible say? You know, have that personal relationship in community. Okay, community is big. Um, I'm big on community because it's so easy for people to, you know, end up confused on their own and struggle on their own. Um, and I and yeah, sure. Sometimes the Christian community, you know, can be can be all those imperfect things that people have called us out for. But I think we are still very much ready and king at being better and loving one another. And so my encouragement would be: find a community, grow together, ask the questions, ask the hard questions, seek knowledge. Um, desire to understand, don't be so um, proud, yeah. And uh, hard-headed, you know, people who don't want to be, uh, who don't want to entertain any idea that they feel is different from theirs, which kind of... You have to understand, though, and I've been hearing this a lot, especially this year, like uncomfortable conversations, like they're uncomfortable, you know? But this it's through these uncomfortable like it's, conversations it's, it's not, that you gain growth because it grows your understanding about a situation that was completely alien to you before. And you don't want to talk about it mostly because usually maybe it's because uh, you are weak in your standing and you feel like it is probably offensive. That's why you would probably find it offensive or maybe uh, it causes it rattles you and it causes you to ask questions you don't want to be asking so that's probably why yeah, they get offended right. and, under, and understandably so like i really understand as i said i grew up in a christian home so when i you know came to where i am now for school and i was you know interacting with all these people that were just you know atheists or believing god is in trees and tables and stuff and you know all these and like yogists and all that it was very uncomfortable for me and like threatening and a hard hard time but like i i thought god in that time and i was like lord you know th- like i'm i'm confused and you know i don't know what to believe like it was hard yes. um but i would say so i think my my thing is like you also need to understand that it's hard for people to have the uncomfortable um different conversations yes because we all we all love comfort special shout out and mad props to anyone who hates comfort <laughs> so um we all love comfort and you know what we are used to yeah so yeah that, so that, yeah 
we have kind of like touched the last question, which was about bigotry and how as we can coexist interreligiously. Yeah, so about that, how can we, with the different religions and different religions, uh, different uh, beliefs come together and um, live life as humans? Because we are humans first. The other stuff is second. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say, I, I don't know how to say this without losing a few fans. That, that's a <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, um, so universal we'll get you more. We'll get you more. <laughs> not for yeah saying saying oh let's all you know whatever but i think and this is how i would address how do we handle um not having bigotry and stuff the issues that we have as you know religions and how we're always at loggerheads in some ways even denominations is the whole who's right who's wrong i'm right you're wrong you guys have it you know not together and mm-hmm. perfect things like that and I think that's the problem. We've made it an issue of supremacy, you know, and greatness. As you said from the start, like politicizing and organizing and all that. Yes. So my thing would be, if we could understand that it's not about, um, because the truth, as I said, I believe truth is absolute and there is truth and falsehood. But if we make it about, you know, fighting, then when I, no one is going to, there's not going to be any um, progress anywhere. So I'm not going to say that we should give in to every belief that comes our way either. My, my, you know, my say on it would be, at least for the Christians, we have been instructed to love. And so loving, what does loving look like? Loving looks like, you know, not hating. Like being gracious to people who think differently. And if ever the conversation comes up to share your views, to share for me, it would be the gospel in grace and love, um, to not think that we are better. There's, there's a difference between thinking you're right and thinking you're better. And I think thinking you're better is worse. Is what causes is what causes such, you know. Thinking you're right is raw is also what causes a problem but thinking you're better is worse i would say and yeah, yeah so that's actually really nice of you to say and uh insightful so to me i will conclude by saying that what i believe about religion is that religion is highly or has highly been influenced by the cultures that shaped this religion at the time where that religion was founded and at the place and most of these beliefs that we have taken as what is to be and what can change is because most of these beliefs and ideas were taken on at a time that it was completely different in a different area, in a different area, in a different era when different rules and different things applied at the time. And so these religions were just um, forklifted through time from those time from those places into totally different areas yes and uh Mm -hmm. people are trying to go by the rules and customs that were made for an ancient civilization i would say for example some of these things were made at a time when there were like no cars no 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 um no formal kind of education uh most of the work i would say in a way women were limited to certain duties 
and I would say that kind of way women were treated in the past was only because of uh, the situation and circumstances. You understand? Most of the hard work, most of the work that men could do was mainly uh, physical. You understand? And so women, on average, I would say most women couldn't be able to keep up with that kind of work. So they had a different kind of work, which maybe men could do, maybe, I'm not saying that all of them could, but which maybe men could do, but because of their ability to do this, that work was called women's work, and then this work was called men's work. But right now, where most of the work is based on the power of the brain, and we all have brains, I believe, now we find women and men can do the same jobs. And so that whole idea of this is a man's job and this is a woman's job doesn't make sense anymore because we are not only doing physical work. Mind you, there are also women who are uh, physically endowed, but might maybe they are not as many as the men. But yeah, all I can say is that in this era right now, Women, for those who are not sure what I look like, <laughs> that's a nice one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so yeah. Yo, Johan, I would say, I would say that, yeah, I don't. We live in a changing, shifting world. Oh my gosh, I've been hanging out with people who keep telling me they were alive before phones, and I can't even comprehend that. But, um, I would say that truth, and this is because I believe that scripture truth is timeless even though um, we are constantly shifting. So there's things that stand the test of time and remain true, you know, like the good news of Jesus and... Yes, yes. That's that's what I was saying, that the gospel remains true, but the context has changes over time. Understand? We cannot still be referring to it in the same context that ancient Israel or ancient Rome was referring to it, because times have changed. We have to take into account the situation we're in now and apply the same gospel, but in our own context. So we don't change the understanding, but we find a way of application that fits our changing times and right now, because we have priests always preaching the same gospel every year they have the same stories that they are told because that is the way mass goes this this john chapter something something is read on this sunday of maybe the something yeah that whatever it's called in the church you know they follow the same things and few edits are made once every few years and so talk about what is actually happening and you know move on i know there is no new chapters being added to the bible but i mean let's try and remain relevant let's preach what is relevant to what the people are going on now because i believe if at all god is sending any message it's about the situation we're in now and not about what happened several hundred years ago okay i'm I'm afraid we'll have to you know agree to disagree on that because i believe that the stories that you're calling a hundred years ago have such relevance even now. Okay. I think it's an issue how how you know your experience with a someone or with um you know. I'm not usually there. I don't have that much experience, but okay. Exactly. Sorry. I think I think on that you should you know say less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just... Human beings are all victim of saying a lot without really knowing. <laughs> um, but what? yeah, man. So that's touchy. That's touchy. Scripture. And guys, guys listening, like, 
essence of scripture and religion. You know, these are touchy topics because we know, and especially like Africans, we are very, very like it's not even about faith. It's more about this is what I grew up with. This is what I must I must believe. Um, so they're touchy topics, and having this conversation was is for me honestly, it's like a step into vulnerability. But and it sucks that we can't get feedback necessarily from the but, people. Um, Maybe through messages later on, I don't know. But yeah, all right. So yeah, I understand. And uh, maybe that's the whole thing is that maybe we don't fully understand or comprehend uh, certain things. But from the view, I was giving you the view of someone on the outside. Because now my as a total like kind of neutral, I do not have any kind of bias or conform to any kind of belief mm. that makes me feel a certain way about a certain type of people. To me, people are people. Ooh, and that's dude, why... Can I, say, can I say, though, that bias is inevitable? So you're saying you don't have any kind of bias. I, let me say, if at all there is bias, it is fair in all directions. That kind of makes but me bias, unbiased. Bias is generally unfair, but let's, that's another Okay, question. if I'm unfair to everybody, then I'm fair in a way because i'm treating everyone equally fairness doesn't have to be good it just has to be equal okay oh i had a last train of thought but i forgot you have forgotten okay yeah this was good this was uh good i think <laughs> all right so that was basically most of the stuff and hopefully we can do another one another time soon and uh, talk about more issues yeah, that uh maybe we can talk about one issue and expand deeper into it because some of these issues that we have touched you seem to have more to say about them but in the interest of time we have just been touching the top about these topics so uh everybody listening um, this is marvel uh poetess uh lyricist is there a female oh, word know. for lyricist <laughs> I, she sings too and does a lot of things. Uh, you can catch her on Instagram. I'm loving this intro. <laughs> yeah, and a few more followers wouldn't be bad, guys. Yeah, to 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 me. compensate for the ones you lost. Talking about what you said <laughs> yeah. when you said. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, guys. Till next time. Thank you.